Excuse me. Oh. <laughs> to another episode of the Mars Offside podcast, where we talk a little bit of football and a whole lot of unprofessionalism. His name is Oscar Puente, who can't keep stuffing his face for 20 fucking seconds. And with him, as always, is the absolute fucking legend, the people's champion, FPL champion, was here a lot, then wasn't, Mr. Chuck Bailey. Hi, guys. How you doing? And super producer, um, Ian Stibson. Little window into my world there, just listening to all of Oscar's noises when I edit. <laughs> I mean, you didn't give me... I had the Swedish fish in my mouth before you started playing the song. So, like, what am I... I tried just, like, storing it in the side, like, next to my teeth and the cheek. And yeah. then it just, like, no, popped out and went... You're right. The whole the whole thing's my fault. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, clearly. Your cavalier nature will not be received well, okay? <laughs> Sir. I can already hear the tippy-tapping of letters. Yeah. Ian woke up cranky from his nap, huh, Chuck? Jeez. Yeah, I know. He's, he's getting old, isn't he? How's it going on uh, Posh Island, Ian? Let's check in on League One. This is going to be one of those production notes that makes it to the edit, but are we sure we want to keep doing this right at the Oh, yeah, top? I'm 100% sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 like, directly sets the tone for who we are as a podcast. <laughs> okay. I feel like we should open that up to the listeners as well. Look, you're you... not going to get out of Peterborough just absolutely spunking it up the wall, all right? You're not going to get out of it. You're going to have to do it that you drew three all with fucking Rochdale, who were 23rd in the league. So, listeners, let us know if you'd like this to be moved to after the closing <laughs> titles. That would be my preference, I think. Uh, you know, tweet us, MarsOffsidePod, or email MarsOffsidePod at gmail.com. Uh, maybe we should do a poll. Maybe we should do a poll. Should Potter Island be relegated forever? Ugh. Uh, I will say this. You are now still third likely to get promoted. Third most, 63%. The thing, the problem is that literally so everyone drew... Everyone drew in something like the top fucking 10 places of League, League One. And we were playing the bottom team and were 2-0 up at half time. And yeah, we, we managed to let Rochdale score three goals against us. We If we do get promoted, and I still think we will, to be fair. If we do get promoted, we are going to get ripped apart in the championship. We are going to be fucking Wickham. <laughs> like, our defence needs strengthening so much if we, if we make it, because... My God, if we can concede three to Rochdale in in one half of football. Ugh. Well, there we go. I'd love to move on, but Oscar's back to stuffing food in his face. <laughs> <laughs> it's my last Swedish fish. I'm not going to let it sit, obviously. <laughs> oh, fair enough. All right, I'll just give you a minute. Oh, I'll, I'll stick it on the side of teeth. Let's move on then. Um, if you are joining us for the first time... God, I can definitely I hear can it. see it poking out. <laughs> Okay, let me finish showing it's trying to It's trying to swim up river. I was going to make it a joke, but this is clearly like going to be unpleasant for some people who are chewing sound <laughs> stuff, so I'm just going to finish, sorry. This is like, what's the opposite of ASMR? <laughs> <laughs> MRSA? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm-> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> oh, here is the Betsy. Nicely done. I almost spit on his fancy new microphone. Anyway, if you are joining us for the first time, thank you. We are very happy to have you. We are two Brits and one American. We attempt to talk about soccer at varying levels of quality, (laughs) uh, with varying levels of success, mostly getting distracted along the way. But we like to kick things off every week, as we usually do with our famous rapid, rapid, rapid fire news. Our top story this evening, Tottenham keeper Joe Hart has apologized after his social media team posted a message of job done on his Instagram following 
Spurs' Europa League exit. Spurs took a 2-0 lead into the second leg of the last 16 tie at Dinamo Zagreb, but were beaten 3-0. Someone thought we'd won 3-0. As sloppy as it sounds, it's the truth. That's unacceptable, and I'm sure it's annoyed a lot of people. I'm sorry, but it's come to that. Job done. <laughs> Job done, isn't it? Job done, isn't it? Well, in this age <laughs> of social media, like, just, I know fake news is everywhere, but Jesus, yeah, but Spurs are Spursy, to be fair, so it's pretty funny. But um, it's hard yeah. not to be on Joe Hart's side on this one, really, isn't it? I'm always on Joe Hart's side. The man won four <laughs> golden gloves, for fuck's sake. Four, two pairs. And clean sheets is the absolute best measure of a keeper's quality, as we know. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Whoever his social media manager is, we need to get five. them on board, because they would fit in here exactly. We watch about five minutes of football a week, and then do a podcast about it, so <laughs> they'd fit right in. I love it. Like, clearly, they're like, they saw the score 3-0. They were like, oh, perfect. Bam. Tweeted out. <laughs> Already saved in drafts. Let's keep going, then, with our next story. This is related, uh, vaguely, insofar as it is happening in Europe, and that is the quarterfinal draw of the Champions League. So, we have had quite a few interesting draws, gentlemen. Um, Man City drew Dortmund, so that'll be fun. Uh, Bayern PSG, a rematch of last year's final in the quarterfinals. Not bad. We get to see them play each other over two legs. Real Madrid-Liverpool, the battle of the underperforming Giants. And little Chelsea versus Porto. Um, Chelsea got the best possible draw. They also avoided PSG, Bayern City, and Dortmund on the other side of the bracket, so they'll get the winner of Madrid-Liverpool if they beat Porto. And a nice easy path straight to the final. At least as easy as possible. How are you guys feeling about these uh, Champions League draws? Anything catch your eye here? Porto definitely winning. Uh, (laughs) They just knocked out Mr. Fucking Champions League and Juventus. So I'd be a little bit worried, maybe. Although, to be fair, Juventus are like not doing great recently. Look, it's the quarterfinals of the Champions League. You're always at least a All the teams bit should be good. All the teams are good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Real Madrid-Liverpool is good because I want to see Ramos versus Salah again. Um, Dortmund-Man City. It'll be fun to watch Haaland running at John Stones and Ruben Diaz and seeing what fucking happens there. Bayern, Jesus Christ, if Bayern don't beat PSG, that'll be pretty fucking embarrassing. Although Lewandowski will probably score 13 goals across two legs. Yes, definitely. Um, and is Neymar's sister or any other relatives have birthdays around this time, or do you think he'll actually be playing? Because that could make a big difference for them, potentially. When is Smashing Mummy Day? <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to keep track. But yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm honestly, I'm feeling pretty good about this draw from the Champions League, from the Chelsea side of things. Um, can't, you know, uh, like what I was saying, obviously it's only good teams that you're going to get at this point. So it's always a little bit scared knowing you're going to lose. Do but... you want to do the percentage odds? Because then you can wank over that for a minute and then we can move <laughs> uh, on. I actually don't know. Is it? I'm assuming it's good. We have to, I think the bookies have us at like second favorite. Assume it's good. You literally posted it all over every social media for like a day. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then just kept retweeting yourself. Yeah, yeah. And then messaged us, and then messaged the Patreons. It did. We are second most likely to win the whole thing, according to 538, and third most likely by the bookies' odds. Look, all I'm saying is 2021 is a uh, rearranging of the numbers 2012, which is the year that we won it. That will not happen again until 2102 in 89 years, or however many years. I don't know how much that... 91? 81? (laughs) Something. Maths. I don't know. Um, So we're going to win it. Clearly we're going to win it. That's all it is. (laughs) Someone's so logical, that's such a... Illogical thing to think is just. Yeah, not a so let's just let's just move on. <laughs> let's move on then uh, to another draw and uh, another competition that Chelsea are going on in and hopefully gonna get. Um, and that is the FA Cup. All we turned have... round now on the FA Cup, isn't he? All turned round now. 
Yes. Okay, yeah. fine. I'll talk about this in a sec. Chelsea have drawn Man City, Leicester, and Southampton being the other semifinal. We are now up to the Wembley matches, and then the final will be played between the winners of those. Um, you are absolutely right to call me out, Ian. I have spent most of the year talking shit about how I don't want the FA Cup to be happening. I don't care about the FA Cup. Blah, 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 blah. Um, so totally hypocritical. 100%. Yes. <laughs> my reasoning is this. This team playing great. Uh, one of the best versions of Chelsea I've seen in many, many, many years. Um, my concern, given Tuchel's reputation for burning bridges and alienating people, is that this will have been a really great team for the second half of this season and the first half of next season. And then those bridges start to burn and we don't end up getting anything out of it, Mm. which I think on a cosmic scale would be a great tragedy for this collection of humans and players and coach and everything. So I want them to get at least some sort of trophy out of it. I didn't realize we were getting existential. (laughs) (laughs) We were getting cosmic and existential with it. Jesus. Oh, big time. Take a turn for us. All day. Especially when you're just going to get knocked out by City. So it's like, (laughs) that's the most exciting part. I'm so excited to test ourselves against City. Are you kidding? They're the best team in the world. If we're playing the way we're playing, like I want to play the other, like the best team in the world or other really elite level teams. And, and like, Leicester are going to win 9-0 anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, so we'll get Leicester in the final um, when we beat Pep. Bye, Pep. Thank you for the pass. No, genuinely, like what do you want? A great team going up against another great team. I want to test ourselves. I want to see oh, where I want we're City at. to win the quadruple because it'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> that would be pretty cool, actually. I'm on board with that. But I also want Chelsea to win an, a trophy with this particular Tuchel team. And if they don't, I'll be sad. So. Full 180. Turn it around. Um, they don't want yeah, the FA Cup. Oh, we just want to lose. What do you guys think, though? Are you excited to see City play Chelsea? Ah, we see it twice a year anyway. So it's like... <laughs> yeah, but it, you're, you're right. Oscar's right in that like, Man City will be super up for this uh just but just because of the chance of winning winning a trophy so that will be good because both both teams are going to be full strength it'll be they'll both be up for it so yeah it will be good to see that because i mean when we've seen uh chelsea man city earlier in the season it was wasn't it when man city was sort of playing their let's play slowly slowly catchy monkey football to um ah softly softly yeah so um yeah it, it will be interesting to see them both go full pelt definitely all right. Well, that wraps it up for news, for rapid fire news. We do have a uh, unfortunate rapid fire racism story to talk about. So we'll just get into that. Uh, and that is about the match between Rangers and Slavia Prague. Uh, there was an on-field racial incident. Um, the player who was the victim of said incident has released a statement. So I will be reading that statement out. And uh, I think that the best way to sort of cover this is to just give that voice to that person, um, whatever small voice we might have. So this is Glenn Camera um, speaking here. Uh, There is no place for racism or any form of bigotry in football. Since summer, many of us have taken the knee in solidarity with those who have lost their lives to racial violence. If UEFA genuinely wants to show racism the red card, then it's time to stop the tokenism and take a zero tolerance approach. As a player, I do not expect myself nor any other to have to tolerate racial hatred on or off the pitch. In 2021, the vile racist abuse by Andre Kettle, sorry for the pronunciation there, um, took place on the international stage and any failure to act by UEFA will be viewed as a green light for racism. During yesterday's match with Slavia Prague, Kettle was arguing with a Rangers, Rangers player and after I tried to intervene, he told me to shut up and then said, one second, my friend. He then came over to me, covering his mouth, leaning into my ears, ear, and he uttered the words, you're a fucking monkey, you know you are. 
I was shocked and horrified to hear such racist abuse from a f- professional football player. Kettle's claim that he simply swore at me and said, you're a fucking guy, is complete and utter lie, which does not stand up to any form of scrutiny. Kettle's actions were deliberate and premeditated, but he was loud enough for my teammate, Bongani Zungu, to hear what was said. I am grateful for the unconditional support of my team, our club, and especially our manager, Steven Gerrard. I want to thank not just our Rangers fans, but the many fans from across the football community and beyond for calling out racism, not just against myself, but also fellow player Kamar Roof, who was subjected to a tirade of racist bile on Instagram. We as black players are sick of the freedom that such bigots are given to parade their hatred on social media and wonder when the likes of Instagram will start to take action. Um, There were some other stuff that went down. Chuck, you know a little bit more about this story than I do, uh, other than the initial sort of incident. You've been keeping up with it. So do you want to... Yeah, so from from what I hear... (sighs) You know, there's obviously, from what happened on the pitch, it then gets quite heated. And uh, there were apparently fights in the tunnel and things like that afterwards. Steven Gerrard gave quite a long, about a six and a half minute press conference or post-match interview, sorry, about it. Uh, And I thought he spoke really, really well about it. Rangers obviously then uh, post out a statement. Slavia's uh, return statement is denying all of it. Uh, literally categorically not saying it'll be some sort of investigation or anything like that and saying that they'll be taking up criminal charges against one of the Rangers players who had an incident similar to Sadio Mane had with Edison as far as I can tell uh, that led to a goalkeeper going off injured they're saying that is uh, a physical assault etc Rangers were down to nine men I believe in that game as well Um, and since that Slavia uh, Ultras came out, uh, and I won't say it, with a banner um, with just Kamara is a... um, You can imagine what was next. Um, And yet we're supposed to believe what they say. This is the same club that had Romelu Lukaku uh, say that their fans were giving racist abuse when he was playing for Inter. Nelson Semedo had it when he was playing for Barcelona it's just not good enough and as of about an hour ago the uefa page that says they're investigating the incident hasn't been updated now for three days i'd be very interested to see what does happen there and you talk about the football community celtic glasgow celtic and rangers have like the hugest rivalry that's you know as far as i can i'm aware it goes all the way back to kind of religious reasons and so it's an incredibly incredibly fierce derby still is now and when you've got Celtic coming out giving statements about it and you have the Celtic captain before because Celtic played Rangers this week before the game going up to Glen Camera shaking his hand putting an arm around him those kind of things in the warm-ups when Rangers have just destroyed Celtic for the first time in like 10 years and won the title it says a lot about the support that there is out there if like he said UEFA take no action it's an absolute fucking joke. And it doesn't matter what you think. If it's exceptionalism, you say one player, one fan, you remove them from the UEFA t- competitions. It's as simple as that, as a starting point. No token, oh, uh, two match ban and uh, oh, a £500 fine or something hmm. crap like that. It's, it's, it's disgusting. It's not the only thing that's happened. It keeps going on. Jude Bellingham had uh, racist abuse this week on Instagram as well, for which the English uh, FA has come out and said that they want stuff done. It's 
linked with obviously players like Wilfred Zaha no longer saying they want to take a knee because they feel it's become a token and will stand. Um, and I just I don't I don't really know what to say about it and and try to use my effectively my position of privilege to be able to talk about these things candidly and openly for the fact that you know I've never experienced racist abuse in my life and it just absolutely baffles me and I want to do in whatever small way we can do to help um like I put out on social media about the Sarah Everard case and um protecting women and then recently there's been the attacks on the Asian community and uh, all this stuff is just fucking disgusting and it makes me sad and uh, makes me want to do more so we will as ever we'll keep talking about it and we will keep doing whatever we can to support but get in touch with us as well if if you think there's anything else we can do or anything that can help with just shining our little light or, or give momentum to not having people and even the the rangers captain coming out and saying like it just feels like it doesn't matter what we say yeah. it's just going to still keep happening and he he was just dejected and 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 this really really saddening speech it's just like they know even at the minute even with everything at the height of the press coverage that these incidents are getting that they still just feel like it's it's nothing's going to change yeah i mean and if you're sitting there at home right now being like oh listen to these social justice warriors talking about how they woke they are and supporting and blah 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 like honestly fuck off we don't need you (laughs) um (laughs) and and if you think that social justice warrior is an insult you're like oh my god look this person wants to stand up for good things what a loser (laughs) like you're the scum of the earth so fuck off like please by all means i am a social justice warrior i hope Maybe I'm not fighting enough. I don't know. But that's not an insult. And if you think it is, fuck off. Turn this off. You're a scum. I will just say, again, as the like person of color on this podcast and having been on the end of racist abuse on many occasions in my life, um, classic, classic move to come up and say something all quiet-like, assuming no one can hear, mm. and then be like, what? That's not what I said. What are you talking about? You must have misheard me. Um, obviously we weren't there. Obviously they can't prove anything. So probably this guy's just going to get off with a warning at best, but I am glad that the teammate was there to hear it also. So that camera doesn't feel so alone in that moment. Yeah. As isolating and as terrible and as upsetting that will all be when someone else heard it too, and you have someone to talk to about it, that really does help. So insofar as this garbage situation happened and is a garbage situation and these types of garbage situations will continue to happen, um, I am just glad that like someone else was there to witness it and to like stand up for him. And then it and then it did lead to a fight. Like, yeah, fuck yeah. Punch those people in the face. I don't like people who are like are like, oh, nonviolence, turn the other cheek, forgiveness, both sides. Well, like, no, punch a fucking fascist <laughs> in the face. Go outside. <laughs> Find a fascist, punch him in the fucking face. That is a good thing. The morally correct thing <laughs> www.fascistfindup.com if you would like to punch a fascist in the face. <laughs> but I, I see what you say because I, I very much don't want the UEFA investigation being into the fight that ensued afterwards. Like that's that's Slavia Prague. Like immediately well, that's them, projecting. That's them reporting it to the police. Yeah, I know. That's what they've done. It's not the UEFA part, but yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, no, you're right. But um, 
if because at the very least, as you said, um, one of his Rangers teammates heard it. There was I did see some reports saying that um, one or two of the Slavia Prague uh, players might have heard it. Not that that matters because they'll probably close ranks. But if one thing is a police matter, the on pitch thing should definitely be a police matter. And if there's a witness to it, then you never know thing you know things might progress there as well because it would be the worst thing if the story just becomes there was a fight in the tunnel afterwards it's like yeah because of very fucking good reasons really fucking mm. good reasons like oscar says so it's i really don't i would not like that to become the story i mean it, this does seem bigger than a lot of these incidents from a media point of view because um kamara's lawyer was on sky sports news doing interviews and stuff uh, which you don't often get a legal representative of a player uh, c- yeah. coming out and, and doing things like that. And that statement you read is, is you know, he's coming out fighting. So fair play. You know, let's, uh, I just I just really want this investigation, be it police or UEFA, to go the right way because it's getting just tiring. It's tiring well, to hear about, um... and I'm a fucking white middle-aged <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah, God. yeah exactly. Uh, as someone who has, again, much experience here, don't get your hopes up. Usually, yeah. nothing ever comes of it. Um, but, you know, the more people are aware of it, the more society will move in a progressive direction. So, anyway, that's enough about racism. We will inevitably have more racism stories to cover in the future, because that is the sad state of the world. But, let's go ahead and jump into something more enjoyable, and that is the Premier League! Strong segue from garbage people to garbage matches. <laughs> yes, quite. I was going to make a whole, uh, these aren't good matches joke, but you beat me to it, so let's just jump in. Uh, Friday, March 19, Fulham 1 leads to Fulham 1.5 to Leeds 1.4. Minor minor Burnley, but not really. You're picking nits there. Um, condolences to Fulham. Any uh, Anything to kind of add there? Other than that's sad? Yeah, me is sad. <laughs> you really wanted it. Especially after Leeds' recent form, it just seemed like they could be got at and uh, it just never really came off. Well, you know, you can see the XG, it's a fairly even game, but Le- Leeds just had those clinical moments, really. You know, I-, I still think Fulham have got a good chance, especially when we talk about the next fixture. I think it's the next fixture, who cares? Um, <laughs> they w- they will still pick up points. I still, I still, what I said, they'll still get about another seven or so. And I cannot see Newcastle doing that. And Luke Aylin taking out his man bun to do an air guitar celebration and then have it ruled out by VAR. Delicious. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Bamford in the super duper mega blank. Anybody get those Bamford points in the super duper mega blank? Yeah, of course, mate. Of course, mate. I captained Rafinha as well. This was a lovely old match for me. And you beat me there by you go. Point. And you beat me by one point. You beat I beat you by one, by one point, point, did I? By one point, yeah, yeah. Oh, mate. Did any of your players get booked? That was that's shocking for you. <laughs> I'd be lucky if any of my players fucking played. <laughs> <laughs> like Two players come off the bench with zero points. <laughs> free hit. <laughs> oh, dear. But the nature of my free hit was super punty. So, you yeah, know. Fair enough. We'll, we'll probably do a little bit on that later, I guess. Well, we will now, yeah. <laughs> yeah, do you want to talk about Brighton, Newcastle? Sure, yeah, that'll cheer you up a little bit. Brighton 3, Newcastle 0, <laughs> Brighton 1.0 to Newcastle's 0.1. <laughs> so Brighton finally getting a win. That goes overperforming their XG, even if they did summarily destroy Newcastle in the stats and on the eye test. Uh, Chuck or Hello. Ian? Actually, you know what? I'll throw to Ian because I never throw to Ian first. 
Um, any thoughts on Brighton 3, Newcastle 0? That it's funny. What uh, what does Steve Bruce have to do to get fired? Learn because... how to be a manager. Well, no, okay, yeah, oh, I didn't mean sorry. just in life. <laughs> sorry, right. Um, Mike Ashley has come out and said something like uh, he wants to reward steve bruce's loyalty i don't understand how that works he he, he yeah that how does that work he goes to Has work mike ashley nicked his passport <laughs> <That's> <laughs> almost definitely yeah. he he goes to work he gets paid that's the loyalty what, what i don't understand what has bruce stuck with newcastle through the beacon terrible times as he propped up uh, his local sports direct by buying loads of Slashing gear. I don't, I don't understand how Bruce is being particularly loyal by doing his job badly. I don't. I don't understand it. I mean, that's incredibly on brand for Newcastle. Of course, they want someone who's doing the job badly. That's like brand loyalty. <laughs> like I cannot even begin to explain. Like when that. So like when the Knicks get a good coach or a good player, I'm very confused. I'm like, what are you guys doing? This is not who we are. This is like, we're the New York Knicks. We suck at things. So of course they're like, yeah, he's terrible. He's he fits right in. He's we want to keep us. him. He's like, he's really holding on to that club philosophy. <laughs> yeah, very strong on the brand identity. I don't know if we've got. I think we've got a couple of listeners who support Newcastle. Possibly, surely Although not. I, surely well, not. I don't know if it's more <laughs> us because they will probably very much agree with what we've been saying because there's a lot of pundits and other stuff out there that have been going on for ages that Steve Bruce is a good thing. Um, I mean, when it's Richard Keyes saying it, you yeah. know you're on the wrong side of the argument. <laughs> yeah. um, but I do I do have a lot of sympathy for Newcastle fans, not in the, I think, the old sense of we should be uh, a huge club and competing for titles. Yeah. I, think in, in, I think in a lot of clubs you have that in... in essence but i think it's become a much smaller percentage now but this was a game in which you're playing the team that's right around you also you know underperforming massively of course like so pinch of salt with with where brighton are and whatever but i'm not gonna give them too much credit but you're like this is the game where you should target and then you go out and play that fucking turgid football you take off attacking players to bring on center midfielders and you generate 0.1 fucking xg Against Brighton, like one shot on two fucking right, Newcastle fans are pissed off. This is the exact situation I feel like I'm in with Palace, except we've been getting a bit more of the rub of the green in terms of luck and results. Like that's it's just fucking appalling to watch. Like you, you want to enjoy the football. You want to be shown. You know, if you're not going to achieve like super high, you still want to be performing or or at least be have perception of trying. But your manager comes out. And he's like, oh, I don't do tactics. Oh, I don't do this. It's like negative. And there's uh, rumours of training ground bust-ups and leaks at the club. And you've got Mike Ashley as your fucking owner. Like, of course you're going to feel dejected and hate it. So, you know, I've got a lot of kind of empathy with uh, Newcastle fans because it's just... And the problem is, he's, if they get relegated, like it's not like he's going to fire him if Mike Ashley's saying stuff like that. She's so stuck yeah. with him. They <laughs> yeah. paid. They paid Sheffield Wednesday like nigh on seven million quid compensation to get Steve Bruce. Was it that much? Yeah. Fuck wow. Me. It was like Fuck six. It, it was like six point seven mil compensation oh to end the contract. Once again, 
Give me two million pounds. I will start an analytics department for I don't any know tactics. clubs. I'll, I'll stand there and say I don't know tactics. <laughs> I don't do them. I don't fucking do them. Seven Run million round. on a Score bad goal. manager. Don't let in goal. Well done, guys. Have a Yorkie. That result, actually, these couple of results were fantastic for Brighton, too. They are now down to 1% for relegation mm, wow. and it looks like it's going to be a two-horse race according to 538 which i am inclined to believe them this far into the season yeah. between newcastle and fulham so both of those teams going into 47 percent exactly level on 47 percent each to get relegated obviously sheffield and west brom are both over 99 so that remaining five percent is split up between brighton southampton and burnley burnley at three percent is the next most likely after fulham and newcastle level on 47 so it's just a coin flip yeah because brighton is six points ahead with a game in hand as well yeah so but that's weird that they're on the same percentage because newcastle have a game in hand and are two points above but i'm not sure who that game's against uh, newcastle's game in hand is against liverpool oh that's three points then <laughs> and newcastle's underlying numbers are much much worse than Fulham. So that'll skew them. Don't do tactics. Don't do Don't do tactics, Don't look like a mug, do ya? <laughs> not, that he's, not that he's some sort of geezer. He just sits there and goes, where's the bacon? <laughs> oh, that was what? lovely. What a lovely impression. He's got a very... Oh, I can't very do it now. Very soft I can't do it now. I tried now. You've got it very soft. I do like his accent, though. I do like that accent, yeah. I must say. But um, just... just on behalf of... I'll, I'll speak for Newcastle fans. Fuck off. <laughs> he is a Fuck lovely... Fuck off again. He is a lovely bloke. That's why the media sort of really really give him an easy ride it's not like you can be a nice person and that be a thing and you can be shit at your job absolutely yeah the two are not mutually exclusive i'm not saying that but i'm just explaining maybe slightly why he gets a a bit of an easy ride you know Um, we're also used to being shit people and shit at our jobs that we think it's the only way to exist is that not the norm yeah (laughs) is that not the norm okay right we need a lot more patreons if you want me to fucking perform (laughs) Right. <laughs> yeah where's my seven million quid to talk about how bad i am yeah yeah quite don't do podcasts don't do it don't do it all right well speaking of people who are shit at their job we had arsenal uh hilariously not scoring any of their own goals i think in this one west ham no, three, arsenal one. three they scored one okay so of the six goals scored in this match west ham scored five of them <laughs> and it ended in a three three draw um, that would be Burnley of the week. Mr. Simpson, go ahead and just blast that jingle out real quick. Doesn't really blast, Ooh, does it, that jingle? Burnley of the week. It's not a banger. We could we yeah. can get a different one, which is Burnley of the week! <laughs> right, well, I'm sampling that. I'm having that. Jaylings. Jaylings scored here, Chuck. Talk about how great Jaylings is. I'm making you. You really Do must. It. Say he's good. Say he's good. Yeah, he's doing all right. I don't think... Yeah, um, he did it! <laughs> do you think he... with the? I suppose there's quite a few injuries, but he got an England call-up, didn't he? Like, immediately. That, Is that makes sense. That's the most England thing fucking ever. Did Russ Barkley get a call-up too for his form? Southgate says he's going to pick on form. Why am I talking about international football? <laughs> what the say. fuck? There was, there was a poll-up the other day that I think Sky or BBC put up, and it's like, would you take England winning the World Cup and your Premier League team then finishing like 10th every year or England never win a tournament, but your team get like trophies. And I was like, mate, I'd happily never see England play again. Yeah, very odd that. Yeah, Give me a fucking Carabao. I don't care. You can fuck <laughs> off all international football if Palace are getting a Carabao. 
you want the Papa John's? I think that strikes to the very core of people and football fans. It's like, do we want the whole country to be collectively happy, or do I want concentrated happiness for me? That's what Give I it want. To me. I want it. It's like if you if you put Peter in the Premier League, I don't mind if you fucking kill Gareth Southgate and destroy the whole team. I don't I don't care. I don't care. Burn every waistcoat. Burn we all are the not waistcoats. on board with that statement. That those views are Ian's and Ian's alone. For the record, he does not represent this podcast. I will kill Gareth Southgate if it means Peter <laughs> getting to the Premier League. <laughs> Can someone arrange that? Because I'll do it. I don't know. Is it? Let's get our lawyers. <laughs> Gotta get the lawyers. <laughs> this is all getting edited out. No, no, I'm leaving that yeah. in. No. Um, yeah, he's Jesse, really... <laughs> yeah, Jesse Lingard, he done all right. Yeah, fair enough. West Ham going 3 0 up and drawing 3 all. Sloppy goals, too, from Arsenal, like the quick free kick. Oh, that was great. I love really that. Really not paying attention. Arsenal are bad. Well, they were bad for the first half, definitely. And it was interesting how, because um, in that situation, you would very often get the the manager under pressure but he clearly sorted him out in the second half because it was two it was two very different halves of football and Lacazette mm. came out in the post match and was said we weren't doing the manager's game plan in the first half like immediately puts it all on them rather than which he didn't have to oh, do. No, I, I mean, it's, yeah, it's unlikely that he's ever going to go. Yeah, it's the manager's fault, but still to take that responsibility on. And say, yeah, we weren't carrying out the manager's game plan. That was on us. And then they came out and got two own goals. So exactly how Arteta must have drawn it up at halftime. <laughs> no, come on. I think a lot, I think the own goals were forced. Uh, it wasn't like you know Arsenal <laughs> you do, played, you're fine. Yes. played them into. I'm being those facetious because it's Arsenal. Obviously, <laughs> they do make their own luck. Those were they did play pretty well in the second half. Well, they really they they did really well. They targeted Cresswell. wasn't having a good day of it. No, and it was just acres of space down the side. Odegaard is is starting to come through too much that now Arsenal fans are like, oh, now we have no chance of signing him. And he probably weren't going to anyway. <laughs> and if he did sign him, he'd probably just get injured for like three years. Instantly, broken back. Just instantly. <laughs> uh, one for the teenagers. Um, but yeah, that's that's how they generated at least the Dawson own goal. was like, if he didn't get a foot to it, then I think Lacazette was right there. Yeah. Yeah, someone was at the far post on that one for sure. Yeah, can't remember the Suchek one though. Oh, that was Lacazette. Lacazette's deflected shot, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, it was. That was. Yeah, you know, that's just natural variance of things. Uh, and then, if you're going to get beaten at the back post by a striker who's five foot seven, um, <laughs> yeah, you probably deserve to see that goal. <laughs> Arsenal playing crosses, but like whipping them in, is better than playing forty-five crosses that are just like lob. Sure. Yeah. Do you know what West Ham's problem was here though? Didn't score more goals than Arsenal. Good point. Well, other than that, also... Didn't score more goals at the right ends than Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, that's, also, that's very true, actually, yeah. That's just sad. it's more Mark Noble, dude. He only played 14 minutes. Imagine if he had played the full 90, yeah. how comprehensively West Ham would have won. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. Well, they'd, they'd have won the Team Spirit Award. Yeah. The GQ Column Award. <laughs> <laughs> so from one North London team to another we had Aston Villa 0 Tottenham 2 Tottenham 1.7 De Villa 0.4 so pretty much exactly in line with the XG uh, Tottenham s- sneakily putting together a decent little run at least in domestic competitions uh, if not uh-huh. <laughs> Europe. Yeah. yeah job done um, um, job done <laughs> I just got two stats here Villa since Grealish got hurt yeah. Have our 16th unexpected points and 17th unexpected goals. 
Um, their XGA, their defense has held up pretty well, but they fell off a fucking clip. This is Villa, who, by the way, were like the third or fourth best team by the underlying numbers for a large portion of the season. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, there's no real story there for me, at least. It's just he's hurt. Why don't they focus more on that? Uh, but, like, when Zaha's out for Palace, everyone's like, yeah, one more time. And, yeah. I mean, yeah, we're so fucking shit. <laughs> it's so bad. And it's been, <laughs> fair enough, it's been a lot more years, but... It seems like it's kind of the same thing if they're just not creating. Um, and, yeah, that's just a bit weird. Maybe it's just they, Dean Smith and Grealish have some sort of Wonder Twins unite. One for uh, team. I mean, it's I think t- you said it right there. It's just how long Zaha's been doing it and how long mm. you guys have been, quote unquote, I don't necessarily agree with this, a one-man club. Um, whereas Aston Villa have just been shit for years and years and years. And then this year Grealish made the jump. Um, but that, that was only for half of a season. So like that narrative didn't have time to take hold really. And, Do you know what I mean? And to be fair, if any players like generating the most attacking numbers out of any player in the whole of Europe and then they're injured, like any team's going to struggle regardless of which player it is. Yeah. Yeah. But especially Villa who have like, you know, they're Villa. They don't have the money of a city or a Chelsea or whatever. Like, Not to bring it down to base levels, but um, did you see what Grealish was wearing in the stands? I mean, you wouldn't no. see Mark Noble. Wear- oh my God, Chuck! <laughs> you wouldn't see Mark Noble wearing this. It was it was like white Nike uh, tracksuit bottoms that had black ticks, black Nike ticks all over them. Um, he he looked fucking horrendous. He looked like king of the chavs. It was just all hail. <laughs> well, yeah. All right, and this has been Boomer Hour. Time to complain about care. the youth and their clothes care. I don't with care. Ian Stimson. If you if you see a picture of Jack Grealish, uh, how he looked in the stands, and you support him, I don't care what you call me. I'm not interested. Let me look at. I'm going to look this up and see if I like it or not. Jack Grealish. Oh, you'll just say you like it. No, genuinely. Come on. We have very different... Uh, how do I even find this picture of Jack Grealish clothes? Careful. <laughs> <laughs> Outfit. Careful, because there's um, a, there's some pictures of him not wearing many clothes. Tottenham. <laughs> yes, he's with a lady. <laughs> and then necking. <laughs> and there's all these little shits with black jumpsuits and yellow piping. Ian, have you heard of the phrase hype beast? Has that made its way over no, to the UK? No, no. Educate me. Okay. He's just dressed like a hype beast. It's like basically the... Like, um aggressively trendy over the top outfits for people who like are on Instagram, you know, like Insta models type stuff. Yeah, yeah. So anyone who's wearing like I, I mean basically what he's wearing. Like if you look like well, you're how um, did we get to this? auditioning for FIFA Street or for right. Volta, like the, a crazy outfit like that, clashing patterns, logos, a fanny pack diagonally across <laughs> the chest. Yeah, right, understood. Just yeah. type in hype beast image search and then tell me that's not exactly how he's dressed. <laughs> it's just the youths. We're old, man. We're just old. Kevin, De- Kevin De Bruyne was photographed recently as well in some grey all grey get up with I don't care, Chuck, I'm gonna <laughs> talk about the things I want to talk about rather than Tottenham. <laughs> that's that's what's happening here. And he had like Holy Spirit written across it and Sunday down the legs and stuff. And I'm thinking, do you own any mirrors? And Mark Noble wouldn't do this. He wouldn't do this. Right. Mark Noble wouldn't do this. Are you finished? Have you done your little bit? Yeah, I think I might be. I don't really know what's happened. Yeah. <laughs> he got confused. Look at him. Look at him, Chuck. He's all disoriented. Poor old man. He doesn't even know what's going on. Um, I got no problem with the outfit. Go for it. He's young. He's attractive. Let him wear what he wants. So the girls don't mind, probably. Or the boys. Whoever. Everybody who's into it. Go for it. Fine. 
Right. It's not just Grealish, though, is it, as well? It's, it's Martinez. They're a two-man team, really, Villa. They're there a two-man team. Uh, that'll do it for football, then. <laughs> oh, so we genuinely aren't talking about Tottenham. Okay. I mean, we just talked about them last week. I think it's really funny <clears throat> how they're the shittest team in the world and blah, 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 blah. And you look at social media and all fucking hate Mourinho and XYZ and like they're third in the form table over the last six games. <laughs> like, Are they really? That's quite funny. Yeah, yeah that is quite funny. <laughs> That's, like, yeah. What? Well, it's just that every Mourinho team is like this, isn't it, though? Massive highs, massive lows. And it's just, you never know. You never know where you are with them. It's fun, isn't it? It is fun, but I'm sure it's not fun if you're a fan. I mean, to see their performance in Europe, which was just terrible. And he almost, Mourinho was almost smirking in the post-matches, wasn't it? It, it was like... The, yeah, because re- he's still working for Chelsea, baby. <laughs> <laughs> the reporter was, um, oh, that wasn't really a Tottenham uh, Hotspur performance, was it? And he just goes, yep. Agree, 100%. Very Spursy. Yep. Yeah, that was extremely Spursy. What the fuck reporter is that? Have they ever heard of Tottenham? <laughs> but yeah, that's interesting that they're third in the form table then. Because yeah. Levy was apparently looking at options, but it's like, you haven't got any options, mate. He's on 13 million quid a year and there's not an exit clause in his contract. You haven't got any options. You have to keep him for now. In it, man's made like 70 million quid in contract settlements. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, he fucking lives for that shit. I mean, they'd have to pay him off 26, unless he accepted l- less than that, which he wouldn't. They'd have to pay him Negative. off like 26 million quid. So he'd, he'd have to do the old gardening leave thing while he figured out what he was doing. But you, you're stuck with him, Tottenham fans. You're stuck with him. Well, since uh, the start of March, Tottenham are first on expected points. Wow. And first on actual points. So in the last month, they are having the best month of the Premier League. Um, obviously, sample size, it's just over five matches, but they are coming in ahead of both City and Chelsea, who have been having a phenomenal month. Hmm. Um, unexpected. So more the more Mourinho, the better, I think. I love that story, then, that Tottenham fans are saying sack him, and he's, he's doing quite well in the league for, for the time being. Yeah, Jeff, so shut your noise. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, well, that's enough football, actually, this time. <laughs> I, yeah, I barely wanted to talk about these terrible I'm trying to derail it as much as possible for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did good. Let's move on then to uh, FPL. Chuck, tell us about your FPL team. No. Oh, okay. come on. Ian, tell us about your FPL team. And then tell us about Chuck's FPL team after that. <laughs> no, because we got like fun stuff and listener questions and other bollocks. And no one likes FPL. No one wants FPL. Everyone hates it. No one does well. If you own any players, then you're wasting your life. What's the <laughs> point? Get rid. Fucking delete. Start again next year. Um, yeah. Far be it from me to agree with Chuck, but I'm actually Thank behind you. him on this one. Like, I, I'm having you are, buddy. such a terrible season. And I just want to burn it all down. Um, and then kill Gareth Southgate. It's just, I just... It doesn't seem to matter what you do this season. You don't get anywhere. And a lot of the Patreons are saying the same. Uh, so it's not just me, although I'm practically the lowest of everyone. Um, it's just it's just such a weird, dull season. And I don't like it. And I want it to end. I want I want this. Fan- I usually enjoy playing fantasy football. And I usually enjoy it when I'm a little bit lower down. And I'm like, oh, I've got, got to battle my way through. But whatever I seem to do doesn't seem to help. I thought I didn't captain Kane this week because I thought I've got to take punts now for the rem- for the rest of the season. I've got to take punts. Mm. So I captained Rafina. That worked fine. Um, but, the, you know, you, you, you see your rank go up a bit, like not as much as I would have liked. And then you get Kane scoring, which obviously I owned him but didn't captain. It was just sort of, 
just I just wobbled around the same rank that I've been wobbling around for the last fucking ten weeks. Wobbled about a bit. Just wobbled about. I just I'm just I'm fucking just absolute wobbled. I'm with Chuck. It's just it does feel just to round it off that like at no real point this season has differentiating your team. Yeah. Or like deviating from just having like Bruno Fernandez and like these people. Yeah. Has like paid off in any way because all the best players haven't been anywhere near like as peak and trophy, but they've mm. just been consistent. Like how many weeks is there where people have been debating like five different captain choices and like they all got a goal and an assist? Yeah. You know I mean, so it's just a bit of a weird of anomaly. So, you know, get yeah. weird with it, guys. So let's let's forget about all of that because it's shit. Bloop, close the tab. Yep, good. Um, let's do some listener questions. We got some listener questions this week. Ooh. So let's do some of them. Um, the aforementioned Jeff Pedder asks... Who? You can only have... You, you and Jeff are tight now, Chuck. Stop that. I don't know. He keeps fucking it up. I don't think he wants it. I think he's scared of commitment, to be honest. (laughs) You can only have one choice of spread on your toast forever. This is not a sandwich or toasted sandwich situation, so bacon does not count. Butter, margarine are taken. Bacon's not a spread? What? (laughs) Well, they sell bacon jam, but I'm assuming that's not what he means. Like, just toast with some sort of spread. Gelatinous he literally said it. Thing. Literally said it. Spread. Yeah. For once, I didn't actually need a caveat on this one. I understood the question right and away. And yet, and yet, here we are. Um, okay, I'll, I'll I'll go first. Let me start off by with my answer with two words, and that is "fuck you." Um, and that is because I'm about to catch a lot of grief for this shit, and I don't care at all. Okay, one preemptive. The thing I'm about to say is gross. Two. The thing I'm about to say should not no. be consumed by any human being anywhere on no. Earth in general. And what three, I fucking love it and I don't care that you guys are all judging me. And that oh, is feces. a wonderful, beautiful little product called Cheese Whiz. Mm-mm-mm. On toast. On toast, on waffles, on English muffins, on anything I can put it on. Give me my fucking Cheese Whiz. It's just not, it's not even called a cheese product. <laughs> like it's... <laughs> There are right. rumors that they get it's made from a powder that then they like liquefy um, and they can import it in powder form and it's subject to less regulations. <laughs> okay, well, look, does that not give you any clues? Yeah, <laughs> that- um, there's a lot of rumors that the milk powder comes from a farm a little too close to Chernobyl. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh my God. Unconfirmed, so nobody sue me, please. But anyway, cheese whiz, melt that did shit. Did you up. go? Did you only go colorblind after you started eating this? No, I, well, I don't know. Actually, they didn't figure out I was colorblind until I was like eight. So maybe. <laughs> Ian, could you bleep every time he says cheese whiz, including that time I said it, just because it's such a naughty swear word and it's disgusting and it's an aerosol form. It's aerosol not aerosol. It's in a jar. Dairy, and you have to spread it with a butter knife. And Emily hates it so much, and we keep about four jars in the fridge at all times. Can you get, could you not get like a powder supplier directly and make it up yourself? You could get like a big vat of it and then just Probably. make it. Ian's, Ian's all about bulk purchase, do it yeah, yourself. Yeah, big time, big yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stick it in the freezer. <laughs> nah, man, I fucking love me some cheese whiz. Different from easy cheese, which is the spray cheese shit. That's gross. I don't even actually know what you're talking about. So this is some sort of cheese, cheese yeah, spread. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll go grab a jar right now. I'll be back in a second. I was gonna go get it. Oh god! Just gonna say, just gonna say butter. <laughs> well, oh, Jeff said butter, margarine are included. Margarine? What do you mean? Oh, oh what? What's he laughing at? It's Hang a on. cheese dip. 
I've been using it as a spread all these years. It's a dip. <laughs> it's so fucking gross. I'm just drinking dip. <laughs> anyway, here it is, Ian. It's cheese whiz. It's nice. Right, that, literally, and- the instant I saw that, I would say, oh, that's like nacho cheese that you should dip like Doritos or nachos we'll into. It, open. it looks like-, like that. Inside, it's very shiny. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It has anchovies as the last ingredient, which is weird. Has what? Anchovies is the last ingredient li- listed. And Worcestershire sauce and caramel? What the fuck is that stuff doing in here? Anyway, cheese whiz. Cheese Sorry, whiz is you the can't answer. Be, you can't be shocked that there's sugar in it. Fuck me. Oh, there's a lot of sugar. Corn syrup, molasses. Can I just have more butter? Can I just have more butter than bread? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Salted. Yeah. Salted butter. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I... um. I find it hard to have a go at your Oscar because I haven't tried it. So Fair enough. Do you know what I mean? We do have cheese spread over here. It doesn't look quite as artificial as that looks. Uh, I would not recommend <laughs> trying it. I'd probably I'd probably eat Oscars rather than like Primula. Would you? Yeah. Like but like no one wants cheese from a toothpaste tube. No one wants who wants cheese from a toothpaste tube? And yeah. they do a variety that has prawn in it. Like, yeah, fuck that off. is that, that oh. is awful. Oh. That is yeah. The jar has a picture of broccoli. (laughs) No one's eating cheeses with broccoli. Get the fuck out of here. Dipping broccoli. Maybe making broccoli cheese. Broccoli cheese, yeah. put a whole jar over the broccoli, whack that in the fucking oven. You know where actually Cheese Whiz gains its fame is from Philly cheesesteaks. Chernobyl? Like a classic Philly (laughs) cheesesteak from Philadelphia is made with actual Cheese Whiz, like that brand. So... That's the only time that anyone uses it. I feel like it's the stuff that they're pouring onto the nuclear reactor that, that exploded in it Chernobyl. Cools it. To, yeah. it cools the to seal it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that yeah, why yeah. the meltdown happened? <laughs> I wasn't there. It wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, they missed that bit out in Chernobyl, the, the program. The drama, yeah. <laughs> so we got butter, we got plastic cheese spread. Ian, what are you doing? I think I'd probably go like a real basic kiddie uh, strawberry jam. Like mm. no, no bits. No, yeah, no bits. no bits, no bits, just just the squeezable strawberry. kind. Do you guys have squeezable bottles of jelly? Over yeah, there? it could be, could be, but no, usually it's in a jar. Yeah, I just yeah, the re- real basic stuff. But I like that. I like toast with butter, butter and jam. Yeah, that is a proper basic answer. But if I'm, if that's the only, I literally, of- I just said more butter. I took the generic yeah. thing he included and just said more of that, mate. So yeah, well, that's fair. Yeah, you've that's not fair. got the basic bitch answer. Toast. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. But I've just thought though, I really like that Biscoff stuff. And I would <gasps> oh, eat that shit. Shit, yeah, my I might tits. Have to go. Is that marshmallow fluff? Uh, no, 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 no. I've got a jar of marshmallow fluff as well. I've got marshmallow <laughs> fluff. I've got uh, Lotus Biscoff Nutella. Biscoff, it, they're like a uh, biscuit that are like a almost like a brown sugar caramelized kind of flavory biscuit mm. and the spread is just that liquefied and it's fucking yeah. amazing oh. i like put it on ice cream and yeah. just eat it's it from just the jar fat and sugar and it's yeah like like chuck says it's like a multi caramel biscuit spread yeah it's that's that's really that's, good yeah i'll eat that shit on anything but yeah that that's actually my answer now i think of there it. you go that is my all right brilliant glad we put that one to bed yeah answering the important questions hot topic johnny worthington asks if you have to give up your own name and take on one of the other two hosts' name, who would it be? I mean, no offense, Ian, but this is such an easy question for me. Uh-huh. Oscar has no nicknames. Do you know how jealous I was growing up of people who could have variety of nicknames with their names? You got Charlie, you got Chuck, you got Charles, you got Les. 
I don't know. Is that- <laughs> Les, right? What? Yeah, Les Ferdinand was famously called Charles. Well, I think that is, a at least over here, like some people named Charles go by Les or Les. Um, but yeah, there's lots of options there, whereas I'm stuck with you. I don't know. Oscar. You had the Grouch. Indeed. Um, the Trophy. Yeah. Academy Award. Yeah. The, you know. the bologna hot dog truck. Oscar Mayer Wiener. Exactly. We all wanted to be that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Lots of options there when you're a kid to get bullied. Mm. Lots of options. What's funny about your, your two names is that I think that they could very easily be reversed. Because I, I often wonder about the listeners, whether they think that uh, Chuck, you're Oscar, and Oscar, you're Chuck. Because Chuck, it just conjures up an American... You know, thing to me. Do you mean uh, like that bloke that's friends with Oscar that thought me and you were the same person? Just like, is that guy? I thought this was a two-man pod. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, exactly that. Chuck just conjures up a, an image of an American obese person. Uh, um, just, right. Whereas Oscar could be like a little middle-class shit, like you are, Chuck. So, like <laughs> middle class. You played rugby at school. I you did. Went to a, you went to a good school. That's what I mean. Like, come on, come along, Oscar. That's the sort of thing I I can sort of think of as a sort of Harrow school. Oh, genuinely, genuinely, that mm-hmm. sent shivers up my spine when you did that. Yeah. I think it's just years of having to hear those pricks. Exactly. Yeah. So I feel like oh, your names could don't be like reversed. It. I feel dirty now. Can we do a different <laughs> question? I don't want either of their names. No offense. No one wants my name. Ian. I fully I'll understand be, I'll be that. In, I'll go Ian just because I don't want his name dying out. I mean, if I had to rank the names, I'd have you decidedly at second place, Ian. I hate my name. I really fucking hate my name. I have on multiple occasions thought about, like, legally changing it, but it would be really fucking weird because everyone in my life calls me Oscar. It's not like I've been going by something else my whole life. My middle name's even worse. It's Renee, which is not a (laughs) big name in English. What? Yeah, I know. I guess I never told you guys that. My middle name is Renee, which is a guy's name in French and Spanish, but not in English. So that's fun. You know, growing up as a kid, you Renee! got named after a hot dog and a girl. So, Nene! You know. God damn it, I'm calling you Nene from now on! Shouldn't have, uh, should not have made that public knowledge very clearly. How have we got through 127 Three episodes? Three years! Three years! God and now it. we find out we've got Nene Puente. Fuck <laughs> me! Nene Puente. Nene Puente! Honestly, better than Oscar. I fucking hate Sounds my name, Sounds like you so. would be a backup dancer to Tito Puente. <laughs> there you go. The look on your face is like this is you you know it was at that moment <laughs> Oscar knew <laughs> he had fucked up. Um Hi, I that's do... me. You're probably wondering how I got here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I I would like to I think I'd like to take the oh, oh, Chuck's not gonna recover from this. Oh, he's loving that. <laughs> I I quite would like to take the Puente bit because I think I'd like to uh, have the name Ian Puente, and then Ian someone, Puente. and then when you meet me, I'm like the the whiter than the driven snow. Like <laughs> I could be less of a Puente if I tried. Yes, famously, people with very ethnic sounding names get treated very well in life just off their name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can we try? Can can we can we uh, try the opposite? Can I have a white person's name and then show up and they're like, wait, why are you named Reginald Smithberry? Or so, I don't it's know. Like <laughs> Reginald Smithberry. That's the whitest name I can think of off the top of my head. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Can you imagine Reginald Smithberry and then I walk in. Heir to the Smithberry fortune. <laughs> uh, Andy Pempraise asks from Sutton uh, if. From Where's Sutton. he from? Andy Pemprey's from Thank Sutton, you. of Thank course. You. Sorry. <laughs> Use his full name. 
If oh god, there's so many slack in jokes that creep onto the podcast, it's terrible. Anyway, but go to patreon.com slash miles offside pod and then you can uh, you can join the slack for two dollars a month and get in on all that. Um but Andy Pembray Andy Pembray's from Sutton asked if from your Sutton. football clubs went bankrupt and ceased to exist, which oh. team do you choose to support? Oh my god, can we just can we just let that ruminate for a minute? Oh I'd probably just go outside. <laughs> you're both like yes yes please <laughs> and i'm like no i'm not don't love me in with this I'll... all right all right all right <laughs> caveat question does it have to be an english team oh for fuck's sake <sighs> it doesn't say so i'll say no because <laughs> i don't think i could ever love an english team because naturally oscar would just go buy munich um yeah i mean that was my first soccer club mm, like yeah. genuinely you got to remember i was in america in the 90s and early 2000s when there was no soccer on tv the only games we could watch were the biggest fucking names in the world. So, of course, like, that's who Americans are fans of. Yeah. And Munich was the first team that I cared about and would watch their games regularly. Michael Bollock was on them. So, yeah, I mean, I, my answer is Bayern Munich. Definitely. Did, did America get the um, Bundesliga before the Prem TV? The Bundesliga was on Spanish TV. Oh, okay. So that's how I used to watch it sometimes. Right. But it was okay. like one game a week. Right. What about you guys, though? I want to hear your answers. Chuck, you get to upgrade. Or go down to League One if you want and join Posh. Like, what, what do you... Uh... I think I just wouldn't bother. Just call it a day. No, at, my, at my age, yeah. You can't get back into them. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, look, no, no one's asking that you actually love a club like you do your own now. I mean, it's, you know... I mean, love, for instance, yeah. it, when I first saw it, I thought, well, I want to go local, but not too local, because I don't want... You already go local. You are local. No, no, yeah, yeah. But, but that club doesn't exist anymore. I couldn't bring myself to support a Cambridge or a Northampton, obviously. Obviously. Yeah, so, famously. So, um, I think I would probably choose Leicester because they're just Mm. like, don't, don't grimace Oscar immediately. I I mean, I already did. It's too late. How does he hate the analytics team that punches like, how do you, how do you hate that? That's, that's fair. And he, and that's like the part of the world Ian lives in. Yeah, I want to hear your case, Ian. Talk to me about Leicester. So, I, I like the idea that they're, while they're a big club, they're still a bit underdoggy. You know, they're not mm. a, a Chelsea or Manchester United that you would consider able to win titles and trophies all the time. They've still got a little bit of the underdog tag. As much as a big club ever is in reality, they seem like a good community club. Um, I, I think I think they're easy to I think they're easy to like. Their manager is a slightly ridiculous figure, so I quite enjoy that. Um, so yeah, I, I yeah, I think Leicester Leicester would be a pretty fair choice for me to sample some success, perhaps. Very nice. What about you, Chuck? Ah, oh, just but uh, he would he would just call it a day. Yeah, just cool. go, yeah, Man City, just win everything. <laughs> win it. Yeah, there you not? go. I mean, there's a real good chance that I, if this was my first season watching the Premier League, I ended up a Man City fan. Yeah. Although I have a oh, this is going to be gross to say out loud, but I have a sneaking suspicion I might have ended up a Spurs fan. Mm. If, like, I was coming into the Premier League now. Because, again, I have to have a London team. Like, I'm not going to pick a team from another city. Right. And of the London teams, Spurs had a very exciting first half with Son and Kane, who are fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're probably right, actually. Right? If you'd If you'd have been from... If this season was your first experience of football and the first sort of six to ten games, you're probably right. You'd be, like, Tottenham looked electric. But to they? be fair, to be fair, if Chelsea folded and disappeared, you'd just follow Abramovich, wouldn't you? So Bramovich would probably go to Tottenham, he'd buy Tottenham, pump in a load of money, and you're basically just Chelsea 2.0. Yeah. 
I would love that. Hell yeah, they have a really nice stadium. Like yeah. jokes aside about the cheese room, like their stadium is architecturally stunning. It is a beautiful fucking stadium. So it is, yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. Let's uh call it a day on the listener questions. We'll probably cover some more of them, I imagine, uh in next week's international break episode when we still don't really know what we're doing. But for now, let's play the bluffer. Bluff! Mother Liquors, we're going to play the bluffer. You know the Brought rules. Brought to you by Cheese Whiz. <laughs> for all your coronary needs. Um, this is a joke for no one but Ian, but I am modelling my jar of Cheese Whiz to the Skype camera right yeah, now. Yeah, and of course, I'm just not watching. Well, I figured you were reading your thing, so I didn't know if you were what looking at What am I reading? Camera. I don't write any of this shit. You think this is scripted? <laughs> Are you fucking high, Renee? <laughs> Oh, God, I really shouldn't have said that. Oh, God, Oscar's face then. I really fucking hate that name, man. <laughs> that cuts him, that clearly cuts him to his core. Yeah. Sorry, mate, my movie <sighs> names are just normal names, so it doesn't really matter. Um, we're going to play the bluffer. You probably know the rules. Um, if you don't, just pick it up as you go along. We've got a load of categories. Two of these boys are going to pick. Um, Oscar, you want to go first? Yes, what are my options? Arts and literature, film and TV, food and drink, geography, history, music. Food. I pick food. I like food. I have. I literally have a jar of cheese. He literally has some food. I pick food. Dokey. This is another classic of the genre of the UK versus the US. I went on to the Walkers website for the UK and the Lay's website for the United States and have pulled up the flavors of the Basic Bitch brand. Of those companies, I have not included things like Ruffle Crisps, uh, Poppables, healthy versions, baked, anything like that. There are thirty flavors in total. However, now I'm going to let you decide how you want to do this because there's one flavor that appears on both websites. Do you want to get two points if you get that one, or just make it twenty nine? Just make it twenty nine. Did you guys have a contest a couple of years ago that was like, submit your own flavor and we'll make it. And if you win, we'll give you a million dollars. Yeah, there's been stuff like that. I, I, every time I submit spicy teriyaki, like a thousand times, like I'll just sit on the website and submit spicy teriyaki <laughs> over and over and over again. And it never gets made. So if you work for Lay's and you have any sort of pull and you happen to listen to this podcast for whatever reason, please, <laughs> please get me some spicy teriyaki can you right so you've bid 7 7 yes, Ian, there's, seven. There's, there's 14 on the UK website there's 16 on the US website and obviously one within that is the same on both so it's oh right yeah. we're we're bidding for both we're yeah not, no 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 okay. i'm not going to do your bullshit from the other week where you have two different <laughs> lists it's one list of 29 oh, so right fuck 7 okay. from oscar bids to you ian okay uh yeah 8 Oscar? Ooh. I don't know any of your guys' weirdo fucking flavors. Every time you start to talk about them, I tune out because I'm like, that sounds fucking gross and weird. So I wish I had paid attention <laughs> all these years. Um, if you if you have if you have salt and linacre in this, I'm gonna be really <laughs> oh, upset. come on, that doesn't oh, cheese and oven. I'll go I'll go nine. I can go nine. Sure. I'm punting. I'm punting all the way. Nine? But... Go on then. Ian. I don't think I can do ten. Um, gonna say it anyway. No, are you gonna? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'll I'll let Oscar do his nine. Okay, Oscar, you have the got... nine. He doesn't got. <laughs> yeah, I don't have nine. I have like five. It for some reason I haven't arranged these nicely because I'm a fucking <laughs> dick. So <laughs> it's a good question though. I like the question. Yeah, it is a good question for sure. Yeah, and I'm glad you picked it because I keep checking every fucking time. 
if they've changed so they haven't what new flavours well in case because I don't know how the website updates but I know new flavours yeah. have come out okay that's fine <laughs> All right, I need nine. I'm not going to get nine, so you can just give the point to Ian, but that's fine. Oh, you said that last week, and uh, I know. Yeah. Was... Um, <laughs> all right, original, right? Like salt, original flavor. Um, uh, it's li- literally a I'll classic. Get, I'll give it to you because it, it's classic. Yeah, classic. Okay, I fine. was trying to look. There was no O. Sorry. Yes, right, classic. classic. Um, my favorite sour cream and onion. Sour cream and onion. There's also cheddar and sour cream. Yes, a flavor that should exist over here. There's um, jalapeno cheddar. Cheddar Ooh, jalapeno. That so that's four. Uh, Emily loves these. I fucking can't stand the smell of them. They're so strong, and that is barbecue flavor. Barbecue. Um, there's also flaming hot. Flaming hot. How many more do I need? Because that's all the ones I actually know. I can see your fingers going up. You're the one that's counting, mate. <laughs> you need three. Three more. Three more. Oh, there's the one that Ian just said, or Chuck just said, salt and vinegar. I'm assuming <laughs> Correct. is what it actually is. So salt and vinegar is the only one that's on both websites. Oh, is it over yeah. here too? I, I don't yeah. know if I've ever noticed that or seen it. Mm. There you go. Two more. Um, That's where I am out. I have, I think, disgustingly, heard you guys mention prawn flavor. Ian, gonna need more specificity. Oh, I don't even know where what where I would go. prawns plural. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I wasn't picking you up on the fact that it was one prawn per crisp. <laughs> it's prawn yeah, it's, it's a, something. It is a specific flavour, okay. and I do think you need the second bit. Can I take that as a non-guess then? Because I don't, or am, or is yeah. that like, am I out? No, 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 that's fine. I'll let Ian. Yeah, go on. Ian's being nice. Well. Yeah, that is really nice. I would not have given that's that. That's because he's struggling and there's there's two left, but I do think t- for that flavour you need to be specific. There is also, I believe, a honey barbecue in the US. Correct. There is a honey barbecue. One more to go. Why do you need honey barbecue as well as barbecue? Why? Because there's different kinds of barbecue, mate. <sighs> but that fuck's sake. ridiculous. One more, Oscar. I know, no, I know. I'm trying to think of like literally any fucking <laughs> British flavour because I am out of American flavours that I know. Fuck it. Prawns and cream? <laughs> prawns and salt. Prawns and vinegar. Prawns and cinnamon. I have no idea. Prawn cocktail. Oh. So fuck. in a way, I mean, it fine, is fair, prawns and fine, cream fine, fine. because the flavour is the Mary Rose sauce that goes yeah, with a prawn that's why cocktail. I think you needed it because that's the flavour. Yeah. yeah. Although the sauce in the States is different. Um, Ian, you want to rattle some out? Uh, cheese and onion. Cheese and onion. I said that one as well after salt and vinegar. Oh, I guess that. Yeah. Uh, ready salted. Ready salted. Uh, prawn cocktail. Uh, smoky bacon. Smoky bacon. Uh, Worcester sauce. Worcester sauce. Worcestershire sauce, yeah. Uh, roast chicken. Roast chicken. Um, beef and onion. Beef and onion. Yes. And I know, then I would have been getting into maybe specialities that I'm not sure would have been there, like Marmite. Marmite's there. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay, but oh. I, was, uh, I think that would have put me up to probably eight, but that's me out. Yeah, so weirdly, you could have had barbecue pulled pork and spicy sriracha for UK, but I don't see them in the shops anywhere. Um, do, do, do. Pickled onion. Uh, oh, so- fuck. There's like a pickle one over here. It's like dill pickle or sweet dill pickle or some shit. We'll, we'll, get, to, we'll get to your country. Fucking hell. Um, God <laughs> salt, damn it. salt and shake is on there for some reason, Ian. Uh, what? And you I missed, used to love uh, them when I was a kid. Yeah, and tomato ketchup. 
uh, was the Tomato other ketchup. one that you mixed. Ooh, missed. Fuck me up with some Oscar, ketchup chips. There is not only one, but two variants of dill pickle, which I have mentioned to you previously. There's dill pickle and flaming hot dill pickle. There is a flavor called adobadas. There is Chesapeake Bay crab spice, chile limon, Ooh. fiery habanero, limon, and just to piss off Ian, a third barbecue, sweet southern heat barbecue. Oh, for oh that would be good. Ian, there's lots of different barbecue flavors over here. There's like different barbecue barbecue sauce styles. Texas, St. Louis, uh, Carolina. Carolina. Still, still seems excessive. So, um, <laughs> fuck me. Wait, you said one there that I really want to try. Did you say like Chesapeake Bay crab flavor? Chesapeake Bay crab spice, which I Ooh. would imagine is kind of your version maybe of like a prawn cocktail. Maybe. But it's probably like... A condiment that goes with some sort They're of... They're clearly dish. just avoiding using the name Old Bay for, like, legal reasons, but Old Bay seasoning is, like, for, like, is known for, like, that area, and that would be fucking delicious. I'm going to look that up, see if I can order some on Amazon or something. <laughs> that go. sounds great. Maryland. I've never seen someone swing so quickly from... Oscar was genuinely angry that he had missed some of angry these. And disgust- and then, angry and disgusted. Yeah, yeah, yes. really, really upset Outrage. with himself. In flux. And then yes. swings wildly to, oh, that sounds good, though. I'm going to write this down and order it. <laughs> <laughs> That's me in a nutshell, though. Yeah. No, this is me in a nutshell. I'm in a nutshell. I'm good at this nutshell. <laughs> I'm in a <laughs> nutshell. nutshell's so big. Anyway, right, point to Ian, and it's Ian's pick. Could be for the win. Um, so, what's your category, Stimdog? Uh, I always like to go for this one. I've, I've done it before, I think, but I'm going to go potluck. Brilliant, because not only is it potluck of a category, it's also, naturally, I've done a slightly different format. Of oh, course. Right? So, I've sent you both a potter's wheel, and you have to make a pot. (laughs) It's lucky. Um, So, the best bit of this game, right, is the bidding. Because when you have to answer, no one fucking knows what to say. (laughs) So, I'm going to give you a category, and you're just going to bid. Now, the idea is to bid up the other person... I'm not going to stop you when you get to the correct amount. We get to the limit. <laughs> oh so my if, god! If say, let's say, let's say there are a hundred of something, Oscar, and you bid up to ninety-eight. Ian then bids ninety-nine, and you bid one hundred and one, and then Ian calls you. You've lost because gotcha. you've gone okay. too high too for what the answer oh, is. This price is, like is right price rules. Is right bluff. Yeah. Yeah. It's price is right rules. <laughs> Fuck it. Wait, do you guys have the prices right over there? Yeah, yeah. man. <gasps> Oh, that makes me so happy. I like a British version, you know. Sure, but for yeah, once, yeah, yeah. you took one of our game shows. Oh, yeah, I suppose. Fucking love The Price is Right. It's the best game show in the world. Showcase Showdown, second. Obviously, you pass on the first one. Idiot. <laughs> okay, um, so because it's <laughs> just going to be bidding, within within the best of three, this is a best of three, right? right. So I'm going to give you potentially three things, and you've just got a bid. Ian, you're going to go first. As of now... I need you to bid how many goals have been scored in the Premier League this year after 29 games, brackets 30 games, brackets 28 games, across the whole league, how many goals have been scored? So this really just is the bidding. We never have anything to guess here. Nope. I see. You just bid, and I'm not going to stop you from bidding until one person calls the other person. If you call them and they're under, they win it. So you've got to bid them up. So this is everything you hate about the game, Ian. And this is everything that Oscar does without thinking. Correct. That's why I yes. just thought it's a good equaliser. Oh, my God. That's okay. really tough. So what are you starting at? I will go with 480. 
480. Oscar, are you going higher than 480 or are you letting him have... Uh, let me think. I'm trying to think. I just did that bit. Luckily, um, we don't. We can cut out the silence here because I'm trying to do some math in my head real quick. Because um, 400 seems way too fucking high, but... 481. Four, right, brilliant. Okay. Ian, well, you're going to go higher than 481? This is going to be a long game if we do my normal video thing. <laughs> <laughs> just going... Yeah, but you know, yeah, come on, sort your shit out. Um, okay, I'll just go straight up to 500. 500. Oscar, advance on 500. Oh, shit. Yeah, 501. Oh, you're really oh, going to do this every ridiculous. time. Well, it's up to Ian if he wants to keep bidding or not. Like, you gave me a game, I'm playing within the rules of that game strategically. Yeah, like, what but do you also, want if me? we keep doing ones every time, I've, deliber- I've deliberately, all three of these are like up in the hundreds. <laughs> Like, if we start doing one at a time... <laughs> fine, fine, fine. 502. Oh, oh fuck off, dear. <laughs> fuck's sake. This is just classic, Renee. Okay, now you're just being mean. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, 580. 580! Go on, have it. I don't think it's been higher than 580. Oh, Jesus, really? I don't know. I genuinely so have no sense So, in a normal season, there's about a thousand goals, and we're three quarters of the way through a season. There has been 761 goals in the Premier League this year. Point to Stimson. Get in. There you go. Uh, we've had some nine nils, some seven twos. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Exactly. Just maths. Just maths, guys. Uh, so, Oscar to bid. Uh, I don't know. Do you want food or architecture? Architecture. <laughs> Okay, so the Burj Khalifa in Dubai is the tallest building in the world. I have got it. How many feet tall is it? Uh, I will start with 1,776 feet. <laughs> I'm just writing that down. The, the height of number one. Uh, world Trade Center. Tallest building in New world York. World Trade Center. Yeah, huh. 1776, because that's the year we kicked you guys out of our country, Ian. So we yeah. name our Freedom Tower after uh-huh. that year, baby. Yeah, is freedom a flavor? I think so. Um, <laughs> um, Put that on a packet. I, 1776. I will go uh, 2000. Nah, I don't believe there are any buildings that have hit the 2000 mark yet. So you, I, I'm calling you on that. I'm pretty sure it's like 1950-ish. Oh, you, if I'd have said 1950, would you... Or if I'd have said 1900, would you have gone more? It's more than 1900 and it's less than 2000. I don't know where it falls within yeah. that, though. Okay. Ian, play the music. Oh! Fuck out of here. There's no way. <laughs> yeah. Let it ruminate. <laughs> T's done it. Oh, there's no building higher than 2,000 feet. The Burj Khalifa is 2,717 oh. feet. 828 uh, Oscar's face lights up as he has to fucking verify this. Oh, I'm Googling this shit, yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding as me? As he has to Google. Oh, fucking A. I was counting the top floor, not the spire. <laughs> I said the height of the building. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's nowhere in the world that you can stand man-made that is over 2,000 feet. Okay, that's 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 quite a good that's quite a good and interesting caveat though. At least like there Thanks, was some Ian. caveat, <laughs> there, was, caveat. <laughs> there was some logic in that one. <laughs> Captain caveat, Captain okay, caveat. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, it was Chuck's week, so it is Ian's turn to win one. Oh no, wait, do I win the Ian weeks? <laughs> I don't know. I'm losing. I'm losing. Um, and are we gonna do? Are we gonna do a three-way bluffer next week? Are we gonna do a bluffer? Bl- we can bl- do, bl- we can do a three-way banter? bluffer if you want. Yeah, for the international break. Yeah, we can do that. Mailbag and bluffer. I think that's a nice way to spend the international break. 
All right, so there's no fixtures to go through. So um, do we just get the fuck out of here? The music says yes. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, thank you for listening. Um, as we said, we'll be back in the international break, not talking about international football. <laughs> Say goodbye, Ian. Goodbye. Say bye-bye, Renee. Bye. <laughs> Dies a little inside. Thanks, Nate Whitham, protecting us all. Girlfriend, have a legend. Bye from me. Take care. <laughs> <laughs>